Hi, welcome to an Angry Black Woman podcast. I know you're wondering, okay, so why are they angry? Okay, tune in. We've got a show for you today. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of the uh, Angry Black Woman Podcast. I'm here with Red Dragon, the poet. How you doing today, Red Dragon? Hello, I am doing great for Monday. Good. <laughs> <laughs> you, you said great for Monday? You know how Mondays usually go, but you know, it's, this today has been a great Monday. Great mm-hmm. Monday. Okay, did so you hear about the eclipse this past weekend? Yeah, I did. You have anybody passing through going on uh, on their way to go get a good view down there in Texas? Mm-mm, I don't know anybody that was trying to do all of that. I had a best friend who went, and he he loves these things. So I hear that the vantage point in Texas was somewhere between like the Four Points and the Alamo, somewhere in that area. You're supposed to be able to get the best view for about two whole minutes of the uh, of the eclipse. So I'm excited to get some feedback. That's, that that was makes my Monday great. That that's made the, learning to hear about something scientific once in a lifetime, something positive going on. That's I'm I'm excited to hear about that. Well, we want you all to remember, too, that you can um, follow us on all platforms, podcasts, YouTube, we on Facebook, we, we're pretty much everywhere. You follow us, Instagram, um, so Spotify. follow, 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 like, subscribe, follow. And uh, I got a question in the... Uh, I, I got a question in there. Oh. I just started a Q&A. So anybody just going in and um, I can watch activity and we can talk if you uh, have any questions or comments. So um, it's been a long week for me. But um, today's episode, y'all, we're going to talk about relationships. We're gonna talk about relationships. <laughs> you know, I got I can't wait to get this off my chest. <laughs> I know, I know, right? Yeah, we've been playing in this episode for a good little minute. So it's specifically a, a talking about a toxic relationship, to be exact. Okay. So um, you know, as women, um sometimes, you know, with our girlfriends or whatever, we talk about our relationships and how they affect us. And um, one of my friends related her story to me. And I just really kind of thought it was very interesting and that it would be a really good topic for us to talk about. And and it's basically, at the end of the day, why do men waste our time? So, (laughs) okay, I I really don't let my time wasted. (laughs) And then I get called an angry Black woman because you wasted my time Mm. okay anyway so so my friend said that she was casually dating this old friend of hers they had been dating for like kind of it was real casual laid back she really didn't even want to be calling it dating like that's just how casual it was but they was kind of hanging out you know testing the waters they had kind of been in a relationship before and like many years ago and um and so they were just kind of testing the waters maybe they went out to have a bite to eat together maybe saw a movie but that was it like it was and she was okay with that she was okay with that um and so it was a bunch of us talking a bunch of us friends sitting there talking and you know, she was just saying she did it because she was like wanting to put herself back out there. Like she was like, I, I want to more for the companionship, not necessarily to just be in 
a completely committed relationship, even though she was open to that, mm -hmm. but just putting herself out there. Hmm. Is she a single mom or, or is no. she like, no children. So she doesn't have any children? No children. Hmm. So... They had taken a trip together. Let's okay. just say that. Let's okay. put it like that. They had okay. taken a trip together. Because that's kind of like all she, y'all know, okay, y'all might not know this, but I, I stay, I, I write up on the fan. So <laughs> don't be writing no comments down there that I'm, I'm on something. Okay, <laughs> listen. So she, they had taken a trip together. Okay. And it was some friends over. They went visiting some friends. They went visiting in a on a trip somewhere. Okay. And some friends were over to their Airbnb. Uh -huh. And they were getting ready to go out. And so one of the girlfriends like helped her put her makeup on. And she really liked the way the girl put her makeup on. So she was like, Ooh, I'm cute. I I, I can I give me a boyfriend now? Now, she was joking, but she wasn't with the dude. They was just chilling together, mm. right? Okay. So they didn't, she didn't consider him as a, as her man. They was just, okay. okay. Matter of fact, she said they weren't even intimate. Mm. Like okay. they hadn't even been intimate. They was just hanging out. Mm. And they took a trip together? Yeah. Okay. And so she was like, later on when everybody was gone, like when it was everybody was gone, she said that he 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 said he told her that he was confused. He told her that when she said that, he thought to himself, but I thought that's what we were doing. Hmm. He never, she said he never, he never communicated that with her for them to have a conversation about it until this happened and then he was like wait a minute stop I, hold up I thought that's what we was doing and so then she said they talked about it and she was like okay well let's 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 com converse about it you know mm -hmm. and she said over the course of that trip even though she was shocked, you know, because she had been having fun just being, you know, casual, talking over mm -hmm. the phone, maybe a little texting or whatever. But mm -hmm. she was shocked and she said, okay, so that's what, you know, that's what we're doing? That's where you're going? That's where you want to go? Like, she was trying to get the clarity on. And she said, he said yes. Hmm. Interesting. So then about when they got to month 11, so this is around month eight. Okay. So when they're they, not, they're not like in a relationship. They're just casually dating. Right. Okay. So then when we get to month 11, mm -hmm. she said he had gotten to the point where he wasn't responding to her texts. He wasn't responding to her calls. If he did respond, he would say he was busy, which he did. The way she told it, he had a new job, very pressing job. Mm -hmm. And so she didn't think anything of it because of the job. Like he, he became a vice president of something. Oh, okay. All right. Right. Okay. So mm -hmm. like she didn't think anything of it if he said he was busy. Right. Okay. So she... She said, but after when we got to month 11, she was like something where she just felt something wasn't right. Mm. So she said she wrote this Dear John letter. Okay. And she said that she thanked him for the time they had spent together. She that she found it a blessing. And then he just blew up. 
mm. like with some negative behavior around it. And she never heard from him again. Hmm. <laughs> you say, hmm. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, because I'm making notes as we go. And the first thing that stood out was people ask if they want to be in a relationship with you nowadays. I know that's always been my thing. Like if you're, if you are interested in somebody and I guess the communication up front being, hey, we, we don't be exclusive or this just a casual thing. I'm assuming that, you know, you discuss things like where is this going in the beginning, but to the point where, you know, you want to take it to the next step. I always assume the opposite of sex, whoever would ask, you know, I'm, I like you, we've been kicking it or talking for a minute. I wanted to go maybe to the next level or how would you feel us about us being more exclusive? You know, something to let me know that you want, you feel in me, but you want to be more than casual. So I was surprised at that point that the assumption automatically from the man was that they were in some sort of situation or relationship to be exact she said his words were but i thought we were working on it now she said we working on it what does that mean and she said she never could get clear commitment or clear response to what we working on it meant so then my question would be if she was if she was well aware they were being casual with each other, did she assume that when he said uh, working on it or whatever, did she assume that they, I mean, I'm assuming they had some sort of previous communication because I'm trying to figure out why would he assume they were, they had anything to work on if they were being casual? You know right. what I'm saying? That's, what, what, that's why she was shocked. On? You're right. That's why she was shocked. That's why she was confused. There was no prior conversation about that. He just said, but I thought that's what we were doing. I thought we were working on it. She said she repeated several times, like over the course of the next two or three months, she was like, okay, we working on it. Yes, we're working on it. What does that mean? So that I can be on the same page with you because I wasn't aware that we were working on anything. So like she was, she was forthcoming, but he Mm -hmm. wouldn't tell her what we working on it means. I'm, I'm at this point, I'm assuming he assuming that they were just both going to be exclusive and there was no asking or no pre no preempting or nothing hey we we together we we doing this and my thoughts are if you gonna take a trip with me and you going somewhere with me we together we it it ain't it we because to be platonic is one thing hey, you know, you want to go on this trip, it's a group of us going, or hey, I want to go in support of you, are we going as friends, or blah, you know, strictly platonic, that's one thing, but if we're going on a trip, and we're spending money, where we're spending a lot of time together, and it's under the assumption that, you know, we are an item, yeah, I would like to know that that's how you think of me before I go out here and put my foot in my mouth talking about this is, you know, we we an item, we together, this mine. You know what I'm saying? I would like some sort of uh, verbal something or a contract so, so, or something. Blood. So let me back doing? up. <laughs> okay, so let me back up. Okay, let me back up. So these people had had a relationship when they were young. Mm-hmm. and then separated it's a really long story a, a okay. story that spans 40 years wow okay okay so there was in and out but never really any true commitment 
Now that makes sense. Then, then when he he came and sought her out, mm-hmm. like he went on the internet, searched her out so he okay. could find her. Mm-hmm. And they she okay, so she has this negative baggage about him. Okay. But he's a fun chap. So it was like, mm-hmm. okay, well. We ain't trying to, I ain't trying to get into, I ain't trying to, but I want to just get myself back out there. So this will be fun. That was her, that was her mindset. Right. Okay. So she wasn't expecting anything serious. They just going to test the waters and kick it and spend some time together. Right. And when they okay. took this trip, they had an <clears throat> Airbnb with two different bedrooms. Oh, well, well, that's letting you know, now nah, we ain't really together then because. Cause I ain't trying to sleep in another room. <laughs> Not if that's mine. Uh, yeah, right. So it well, wasn't like. Snore, that's so that's why when it was said, it it threw her off. She said it threw her off, and she was like, "Okay, so what what does that mean, though? Because I wasn't there, but like the possibility. I mean, it's a possibility. Like it's possible because you mm-hmm. could, but." But but what does that mean to you? Right. Okay. Okay. And that's when she could. She said. She said she never could get the answer. Interesting. So there was a lot of when she said when when he was around her, it was a lot of treating her like she was his gal. But then, like when she was out of sight, it was a lot of non non communication. Mm, oh. oh and some other stuff so like that's when she was like listen uh she said she wrote the dear john letter because she was like okay well he's still cool but he he i know he not for me like we ain't gonna do this another 40 years that's what that's where she was at she okay. was like he's still cool we could kick it we can hang out like we can have a drink like but he's not my dude that's what that's what she was telling us she was like he wasn't my dude and and actually there were some guys in this conversation as she Mm -hmm. was telling us this and they were agreeing with her that that wasn't her dude i i i'm on the fence and i'm on the fence because on the guy side i could definitely see that he's not he's getting the best of both worlds He's not really verbally committing to anything that she can hold him to. And at the same time, because they do have some sort of history, there's a comfort in there where Mm -hmm. he could be comfortable enough to assume or comfortable enough to behave a certain way because they have that that intimacy from long ago. They have that foundation. But yeah, he don't have to really speak up and 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 verbally commit to anything at this point because they could he could have the best of kicking it and not happen to be committed to kicking anything longer than the moment. Right. So, so on her, her end, it's this. like, uh, which way are we going, George? Is it why are you blowing up? Because I thought we were just kicking it all your your body language is telling me one thing, but you saying something else. And that's something where I'm on the fence about because. Well, that's what she told him. She was like, she tried to tell him, but he wouldn't, he wouldn't respond after she sent the letter, but that's what she was telling us. She was like, he was, he was giving me something I didn't ask for. Mm. Like he felt like he needed to, maybe that's the game. Mm-hmm. You know, I say this and I and I get the girl to do what I want. But she was like, he giving me something I didn't ask for. Like, I didn't want he didn't we didn't have to be committed to each other. Right. Right. I because he went it wasn't like he was get, he it, it wasn't intimate. So it was like like because she was thoughtful about that process. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was like he didn't have to go through all of that to try to just kick it with me and and have, and move around because I was in the same headspace. We could just kick it and move around. Mm. She was like, so she what she didn't appreciate was the lie. Like it wasn't necessary 
for him to lie. And that's actually, according to uh, marriage.com, they have an article that they wrote, the 15 reasons why men leave and come back. Well, I was just looking at that and I wanted to touch on the one of those points where him not being really honest with how he felt, because mm-hmm. that's what stood out. Uh, it seemed like he wasn't really honest with where he wanted to be. He 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 searched her out, uh, which means that, OK, he, he remembered something. There was something about the relationship that he felt was worth doing all that for but then what kills me is a man will go out of his way to get something and treat it as a convenience not there it's like they hurry up and get to that point and then they just want to hit this brick wall and coast they don't they just want everything to just level out and be okay no drama, no nothing, no commitment, no verbal anything. And a lot of us women are afraid to push or demand that, you know, or and some women will straight up give your ultimatum and you only been dating for 30 days. So <laughs> it just kind of makes me wonder the mindset of both parties. It seems like when he sought her out, she was receptive, but from past experience, she was already guarded. Okay, I'm not gonna let, you know, we gonna, we gonna take it slow, we can just kick it. I'm not going to mentally put myself in this mindset to assume anything. I'm just gonna go off the vibe. And so this was really interesting because he was not really forthcoming with how he felt. So it makes me wonder, and pertaining to that article, does he really know how he feels or what he really wants? Right. Uh, a lot of men will go and seek something out that is familiar only to, to comfort them until they figure it out. And a woman could totally, you know, be assuming that as long as they're acting this way, I don't have to put any demands on what I really want because things are okay and I don't want to stir the pot or I don't want to come out desperate or I want this to work. Or I, you know what I'm saying? So this is really interesting because to see that the man taking every effort to pursue someone that he know is worth having a relationship with or at least worth pursuing, uh, but then to hit a brick wall just to pump the brakes when it comes to that next step with committing. And I wonder if that's like a disease that is uh, pre-programmed or embedded in the male species where they feel like when it comes to that, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? They just can't do it or it it triggers. triggers Well, okay, so number 10 on this list, (laughs) number 10 on this list says, He remembers your history together. Besides just missing you, he may also miss being with you. He likely remembers times that you hung out and had fun and wishes to have times like those again. You could be someone that makes him laugh and he is unable to find that anywhere else. And so that kind of speaks to it because that's what she said. She said it was kind of like, she said that their their relationship was like a roller coaster. Mm. And it was kind of like he would come and get rejuvenated mm. and then he would leave. Oh. And she said every time that happened when when they were younger, she would when he would leave, it would take her 2, 3 to 6 months to get back on track for herself. Oh, energy leech. Energy leech. Yeah. And then she said, and so, and that's what she said. She was like, that's what she was cautious of. Mm -hmm. She said, and and she said at at this time in her life anyway, she just wants to be at peace with, with everything that she's doing. So Mm -hmm. she doesn't, you know, and she said, she asked him, which number 12, Mm -hmm. she asked him, 
straight out and she asked him to be honest. Did he just want to be an intimate hookup? Mm -hmm. Because that could be discussed. Right. That's that's what she said. She told him. And he was like, no, 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 no. So she was on a path of being grown up. Mm. But he was not on that path. He ain't graduate high school yet. He ain't graduate high school yet. He he still left back. But this is what I want to know. What do you think about this? Mm. Why do we as women allow that behavior? Like, why do we allow it to come back? Because it speaks to me. It speaks to our own self-worth. I believe a a lot of women hold on to dysfunctional situations for the sake of saving face to say they got something like superficial. We are family. Or I, you know, as a woman coming up, I didn't get certain type of attention or And even though this is dysfunctional, I do get some attention. I do get a little bit of this, that, and the third. So I think a lot of women put up with that as long as they do, because we're one, waiting for it to work out, thinking we're going to change them, number two. Uh, Number three, we are at a point where I'm too old. I ain't getting any younger. I'm just going to make it work, even though it ain't everything. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people are settling. And I believe that's on both sides of the fence. But we as women, I think we do it a lot more because of uh, a lot of unhealed uh, issues that we have regarding the family unit. So we're quick to want to be the glue that holds something together that's superficial to say, hey, we got this going on. We are this, but it's not really that. You're you're really trying to force the pieces of the puzzle together and they're not really meshing. But because you got something that you could throw together to say, hey, we got this. I think a lot of women are looking at that and overlooking that small minute detail having peace, you know, not creating uh, any unnecessary stress or drama by forcing something that just, you should probably let go. Yeah. But, but I, you know, that's, that is interesting though. So also what she talked about too was, she said over the course of the 40 years, she always felt like, and she said when they, when, when they were on this trip, And while they were on this trip and and he said what he said to her, Mm -hmm. she was like, she said it crossed her mind Mm. that he he enjoys her and he, he doesn't want her to be with anybody else. Like, mm. it's okay for him to go do what he want to do. But he wants her to be right there, you know, mm-hmm. waiting for him, so to speak, until he gets back. Wow. That's and, interesting. And the gentleman in this group all agreed that that was the case that he he just yeah it sounds like he for whatever reason he felt the need to run back to her after all this time and look her back up that screams insecurity and but then it's so obvious he does not want to move forward he wants things he wants his cake and eat it too and the men are, are pretty much seeing, you know, they're, hey, it is what it is. You know, that's exactly what's going on. You know, men will sit up and tell us, give us their blueprint. And a lot of times we will not take them for what, what, they're, what they're worth, what they're telling us. We want to believe elsewhere, but they're being right 
right upfront and honest in everything they said. They don't want a relationship. They don't want a commitment. They want convenience. They want a situation. They want something comfortable where they can run back to when they feel unsure of themselves because they know you're going to be there to let them back, to give them whatever they need. And it's siphoning, it's taking, it's not replenishing you, it's siphoning from you. And I think that uh, men are a lot more verbal about, hey, I ain't shit. I don't want to do shit. I don't want to be about shit, but here is my shit. And then a woman will be so engrossed in the fact that they want to throw it their way. They figure, I'll take it. You know, I'll take it because, hey, at the end of the day, we all shitty and we can all make it work. Like, no, no. If he's running out of convenience, then he needs to resolve some of those issues that makes him want convenience over commitment. And I think she was mature enough to see this coming and then just put it out there. Hey, what do you want? What is it you're really looking for? And he couldn't even answer that mm-hmm. he could, because he didn't even know. But I think in that aspect, more women should be just as as committed to themselves as she was. I want peace of mind. So I'm just going to put it out there and ask you because we're teetering, we're tottering. It, 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 well, let's be on the same page. And I think a lot of women really want to be on the same page, but maybe not know how because of, you know, the influence they got. They they got people in this year saying, you know, you need to do this to keep them. You need to do this to attract them. But then you got this on the other hand saying you ain't getting no older, you know, take what you can get, but, you know, make sure you let them know this is what you want. You know, they confused. They get all kind of mixed signals. Okay, so I want y'all to remember to like, subscribe, follow, because we're getting good now. We get we get oh, into yeah. it. So listen, according to an article online called it was from the one centsworth.com, onecentsworth.com, mm-hmm. there are 15 common reasons why men say I love you when they don't really mean it. Mm. Again. You know, I'm going to come back with, and I think it's the same answer. Why do we even put up with it? But like, again, and it it stems around number one, want to hook up Mm. or just wanted to just get get right to the bed. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're using you as a rebound relationship. True. Saying I love you so he can buy time until he knows if he really wants the relationship. So he just gonna throw it. To me, that's a waste of time. All of it is a waste of time to me. It's so misleading. Especially like you when you're saying you love something. You know, just saying something you want something you think somebody wants to hear, to hear right. makes it worse. Or so, like you said, you know, he's under pressure. Mm. 30 days into the relationship she's telling him and some type of ultimatum oh yeah we're bad at that i hear a lot of that he some men just say because they just think it's the right response yeah somebody told him man that's what you should tell him because all females want to you know yeah very generalized you know I'm going to say this because all women want to hear that. All, you know, and it kind of makes me start to wonder, you know, I'm not, yes, I'm every woman, of course, but can you be a little bit more specific with your compliments, please? Because they sound a little bit genuine. You know, general, what applies to me? What is it about me specifically outside of, yeah, all women want to hear that. Uh, Okay. So sometimes he says it to just fill the space in the sentence instead of saying uh or um. Or actually speaking their mind. Yeah. Sometimes it is that when he said it, he had those feelings, but then 
at a later date, he stepped back and evaluated the entire relationship and decided he changed his mind. You know, women forget men can change their mind too. You know, we're known for, oh, you know what? I changed my mind. Oh, you know what? I had time to think about that. And we don't really give men uh, credit for being the same way. They might rush in and want to be all in because they figure, oh man, this female giving me these type of vibes, man, I'm gonna, I'm really gonna do this. And they take that step and then <laughs> they find out she, <laughs> she talks to Elvis daily, you know? And it's like, whoa, let me pump the brakes and, and I changed my mind. You know, yeah, I was feeling you and yeah, things were great, but, and that's always that, but I hate that, but you're a wonderful, great person. You know, I got all these wonderful qualities, but. Well, that me, was one, that was number 12. Not, yeah. It's, that was number it's, 12. I really, he really meant to say, I'm having fun being with you. And I think you're amazing, but it came but, out as I love you because he was in a moment. And I hate that. Speak your, if you don't love, don't use that word. And mm-hmm. I think people get mechanical with it. You know, uh, you said, I'm going to say it. I said it because you said it. What happened to speaking your mind? What happened to saying what you feel? If you don't feel that, don't say that. <laughs> Because you know it's going to lead to repercussions, you know. So I I do feel that we need to be more mindful of what we say. If mm-hmm. we're actively listening, we could figure out, okay, maybe that's not, a, that's not a smart thing to say right now. Even if you are in the moment, it, it's got to be something on your shoulder like, eh, don't say that. No, if you say that, she really gonna go crazy. Not, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, they know sexually what to do to keep us going crazy, right? So they know, man, if I do this, she gonna go crazy. Well, uh, conversation has the same effect. Don't engage and imply certain things that aren't true because you're gonna get the little people in the mind and they get to talking and they're gonna start assuming things because you're leading the conversation in that direction. So being totally honest with yourself, as well as in the moment being honest about how you feel in that moment. If they say, I love you, you don't have to respond. You don't have to respond. And if they push, why you ain't say it? You know what? I love what you do. I love this about you. You know. Let's 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 break it down. Don't just come back and be mechanical because I just said that because you said it. That now now we're getting into you know mental retardation. Like so, Essence Magazine weighed in. Mm -hmm. um, Praises men say, and then what they actually mean when they say that. Oh, this is good. So I'm good. Actually, means I'm good. It means we good, everything good, leave me alone, we good, Don't, no need to mess anything up. It really means he's good in whatever he's, is happening. Okay. He's comfortable. Okay. All right. I promise that's the one you got to watch out for. Mm. Okay. Because the promise might never come to fruition. Mm. Right. You may not ever keep the appointments that you all made. And yeah. that's how you know if you're a priority. Wow. The I have friends. Oh, my land. Women friends. Be careful about that. Because I might be one of them friends. Yeah. So ah. some of them are oftentimes romantic. Mm-hmm. But not always. So and, if know, he's he, saying she's just a friend, that's really it. That it really is what she is to him. Right. And a lot of women get intimidated by the fact of, okay, this is a man and I'm attracted to his masculinity. But then you turned off by the fact that other females like that about him too. Like, come on. You, right. you like this man because there's something masculine, manly 
about him. And so to see him interact with other females and assume that you are supposed to be the only influence target or whatever is ridiculous. Right. Because to him, it means he has options. Exactly. Or it can, and it, and, and, and when you move into that realm where or that he just loves to sing that are intimate, when you have friends that are intimate and they just friends, uh, uh, again, when, like when they say, Hey, I, I just got a lot of friends, women don't assume he's, he's sleeping with all of them, but just be prepared to understand that he could be sleeping with them. You know what I'm saying? There's a possibility because he's telling you these are friends. That's it. And if you are trying to be more than a friend, then you might have to understand, you might have to work your way up because it's the type of dude that, you know, he he has sex with his friends. And there are people that are out there that have those relationships. So yeah. be prepared, you know, the red light going, oh, I got friends. Don't be quick to assume he hoeing around, but don't be quick to assume that that means he's platonic either. You know what I'm saying? Well, there's another saying too. We are just having a good time. Oh, we booty buddies. So that means it, it doesn't necessarily mean being intimate, but it does mean that he's not ready to make you his boot. No, not if he having a good time with other people. No, unless you yeah. and the boo like to get down with the right. uh, two or three. <laughs> unless y'all like that. Yeah, I mean, and then I'm that's busy. the other thing. A lot of people are into that, you know, having a polygamous I'm, relationship. I'm busy. It means I'm too busy for you. Yeah. So, so, so that, so that's what my friend back to her, she, that's what she said. She said at some point she figured out that too busy, you know, even though he did have this type of uh, job, mm -hmm. she said that she felt like if he wanted to make time for her, then he would. Yeah. And so she felt like he was saying he's too busy for her. And for her, that was okay. Because she wasn't um, that emotionally invested. Yeah. yeah, she wasn't invested in, in all of that. But for her, it was about having the communication, about talking about whatever was going on with the two of them. She wanted what she called an adult relationship. I think that is adult. Communication is becoming... It should be everybody's top priority, but I'm noticing that a lot of people spend in different age ranges. Communication is slowly moving to the top of the priority list because you want to be on the same page and nobody wants to guess, nobody wants to assume, and nobody wants to you know, put you in a situation that's going to create a bunch of drama. So if you're on the same page, then at least you have an understanding with that person. These are my boundaries. These are my limits. This is what it is. This is what it ain't. This is what we cool with. This is what we not cool with. You know, communication, you need to have that because to be honest, you know, just assuming and then running around playing games, y'all need to be back in high school doing it. But I think it is more of an adult relationship to have communication as a top priority i mean well, I, think, I see it as a part of, of as, place. i see as i see it as disrespect because mm. you want to waste somebody's time mm -hmm. when you really don't want your time wasted and i i know that women can be the aggressor like Men, if men are watching, I don't want you to feel like this is dump on men's day. Yeah. Um, no, that's another episode. Yeah, that, yeah, we did that, right? <laughs> Women can be the aggressive. Okay, mm -hmm. we just focusing on the we working on it this month that comes <laughs> from a man's perspective. Yeah, because because when I heard the story, I was mm -hmm. like. Okay, um, that fits Lauren Hill's X Factor. 
Oh, which is yeah. why that's on my y'all go listen to Faith Face playlist because it's on Faith Face playlist. But when I heard the story, that's why I was like, okay, that sounds like Lauren Hill's X Factor because the the song talks about the constant dysfunction that goes on between the two of them, and at some point she's like, okay, bye. Listen, we we gotta stop. Yeah, the toxicity is is too much. Right. And so I, I I don't know. I just think that grown-up decisions can become clouded when you have all that toxicity. Oh, um yes. when you have all that toxicity and someone someone has to make the good the good choices, the grown-up mm-hmm. choices. Mm-hmm. And 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 he was not in harmony with himself. True. So, Very obvious. So how he gonna be in harmony with anybody else? You know, that's that's something that um we don't give men enough credit for. Uh we are always highlighting women being at a point where they're trying to elevate. But let's flip it for a second. And when a man realizes or comes to the point where he consciously wants to elevate his behavior, the way he interacts with the opposite sex, you know, when he reaches that point where, okay, it's not, I asked a man, um, early 30s, what is it about a woman that would make him want to be in a relationship? Is there levels? Do you jump right on into it? Like, how does it work for you? And what I was surprised to find was men have their levels as well, where they can look at every woman and say, okay, yeah, they all got this. They all got that. But the way she does this is is different than what she may do. And that's Mm -hmm. something that makes me look at that or makes them stand out more um I didn't want to go in too much into detail about the conversation but it was really looking at those small attributes those small things that differentiate us from other people that a lot of men may hone in on and that's why you'll never understand well how can what can he see in her and here I got all this going on well everybody's got that but yeah. you might use it differently than this person does, or you might have a whole different mindset about how you're going to use this. And that appeals to me more. So we're not giving men credit at the fact that they're watching us as much as we're watching them. And right. they do have standards just like we do. So when they reach a point and say, well, I think I want to take a mature route of this is what I'm looking for or this is a certain amount of maturity that I want or that I'm looking for as far as relationship maturity or as far as just interacting with that person past being casual. This is what I'm looking for. And they won't say anything. They won't tell us nothing. So we'll go and we're trying to figure out, okay, how should I act? Because I want to be what you want. Well, no, some of them won't say anything. They'll just let you make a total ass of yourself. And some of them will give you hints along the way. You know what? That's really not what I'm into. But, you know, to each his own. You know, it's all in how you communicate and what you want. And if you are a man looking for a mature woman, you have to look at yourself the same way a woman has to look at herself do am I attracting what I want am I what I want you know what I'm saying so I think that's on both ends we both got to do some some inner 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 searching and figure out what do I want what is really important to me and if I'm moving forward should I tell this person right off the bat if I am or am not this serious wanting to go to this whatever with them you know, hey, I just want to be casual. Uh, hey, I'm not really expecting much, but this, or hey, I'm just looking for a good time and we'll see where it goes. Uh, 
I mean, can you be honest with yourself as a man and say, that's what you want? You know, women, we always looking for, you know, something to enhance or improve us. But I don't or, think we're always honest with ourselves, though, as women. I don't think we are. Um, because then we wouldn't allow some of this type of behavior to go on with mm-hmm. us. And that's, that's why I say that. That's why I say that. But listen, we, you know, we've been talking for a long time, girl. Oh, this was a really good topic. We might have to come back on it. We might, we might have to get some more perspectives. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we can have (laughs) some guests, some men as guests on and talk about it. Um, That would be really interesting to get a male perspective and why mm -hmm. they do what they do. I always say they should be studied. Those they are a species that needs to be studied very exactly. <laughs> so okay, Red Dragon the Poet, tell us, uh, remind us where we can connect with you. Well, you all can catch me on Instagram under Red Dragon the Poet. You can catch me on Facebook at one of two different personalities. As trap three, did she just say she got split personality? Black butterfly, yes, ma'am. And you can catch me as Red Dragon and Poet on Facebook. I like to have pages under different personalities, as I like to call it. So many people living in my head, but yes, my goodness, Uh -uh. we're gonna have a topic on that. Uh, Okay, me and all my friends, but yes, you can catch me on IG, you can catch me on Facebook. And um, you can catch me here on uh, the Phaedra World Tour periodically. All right. And um, we want to thank you for listening to an Angry Black Woman podcast. Um, Got a good topic already. We're going to be talking about adoption next month, y'all. So tune in. We're going to be talking about adoption. Uh, We're looking forward to our next episode. Like, subscribe, follow. Uh, Visit um webpage thephaedra.com and uh you can find us on all major platforms including social media platforms so hashtag the phaedra world tour until next time remember hashtag masterpiece not angry and um we love y'all i'm gonna tell y'all i love y'all we love you we love y'all oh (laughs) We're not angry. We're really not angry. We're awesome. I am so glad that you joined us and I really hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. Come back and join us again for a next episode of an angry black woman podcast. See you soon.